0: Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just The News, where today, yes, news is breaking out like it always does all over Washington, D.C. We've got a big guest, Congressman Devin Nunez, the ranking member of the House Intelligence Committee, the former chairman of the committee, the man who more than any other uh, played a role in unraveling the Russia collusion narrative, the bogus Russia collusion narrative. He joins us because there are going to be some new documents declassified in the next 24, 48 hours. Big ones, ones that will change everything we know about the Russia collusion, will show just how flawed, how dishonest the FBI investigation of Russia collusion was right from the beginning. We're going to tell you why that is. And I have a funny word feeling. I have a funny feeling that Devin Nunez is going to use the C word, as in cover-up. I know he's upset about something. We're going to just explain what that is before he comes on. Also, we had a big story overnight. If you remember about a month ago, I reported that the State Department did, in fact, monitor 13 American social media accounts, uh, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingraham, Lou Dobbs, and Fox News, yours truly, John Solomon, because they were trying to monitor what we were working on in the Ukraine-Joe Biden scandals. Uh, we've got big new revelations on that one of those revelations calls into question the testimony of a key impeachment witness we're going to get to that uh and uh, a whole lot more devin nunez coming up uh we're going to go to a quick commercial break when we come back we'll tell you about the new declassification and what might what shoes might be dropping and then we'll go and talk a little bit about this very important uh ukraine biden uh state department monitoring of americans By the way, it's going to turn out to have been illegal. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. But first, let's go to a commercial break and hear from our great advertisers and our sponsors. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, let's dive right into it. We've got a busy day of breaking news, very momentous news. uh, First, let me talk about what we broke this morning on Just the News. If you go to the website, you'll see it at the top of the website. A very important story, uh, and I'll explain why. So uh, there were documents released a few weeks ago to Judicial Watch under the Freedom of Information Act, FOIA, uh, that show that, in fact, the State Department used its intelligence tools to monitor the social media accounts of uh, 13 Americans. And there were hints in these documents, which, by the way, were heavily redacted and edited. Uh, there were hints that maybe there were some legal issues with this um, issue, with this behavior, with this monitoring. Now, the the uh, people who were being monitored, I was one of them because I was writing Joe Biden Ukraine stories at the time. This is back in 2019, the spring of 2019. Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, and Lou Dobbs at Fox News were on the list of those being monitored because they were talking about my stories and the broader concerns about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and the Ukraine Burisma scandal. The president's son, Don Jr., was on the list of people who were being monitored. So was the president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. A bunch of other people, most of them uh, journalists or uh, opinion uh, columnists, who were writing about and highlighting the sort of uh, ethical issues that occur when the vice president oversees anti-corruption policy in Ukraine, as Joe Biden did, and his son Hunter Biden gets on the board of a Ukrainian natural gas company called Burisma. That's under investigation under those very anti-corruption activities, policies, Uh, conflict of interest, the State Department uh, witnesses told us during impeachment and since then. Uh, But... Uh, We now know that the reason the monitoring began and the reason it ended, and I think that's very important. Let's get into the reason why it ended first, because it has some implications for prior testimony given to Congress. The memos show flatly that the State Department was ordered, uh, particularly its U.S. Embassy in Washington, its um, former ambassador, uh, Maria Ivanovich to stop monitoring myself and the other 12 American journalists or public figures because it violated federal law. And I'm going to read you a quote from this now unredacted memo. The first time this memo came out, this line was taken out of it. I'm going to just read it to you and you can make up your own mind why it was probably redacted and hidden from the American public quote. We meaning the state department are barred by law from actively monitoring the accounts of American citizens in aggregate and particularly from identifying and monitoring individual selected accounts, a State Department official wrote April 1, 2019. All right, so the reason they were shutting down the social media monitoring using a tool alone as CrowdTangle, an intelligence-gathering tool, was that the behavior, the activity, the use of a monitoring tool targeting American social media accounts violated the law. Now, why is that important? Well, back during impeachment last year when this issue first raised and came up, Ambassador Ivanovich, Maria Yovanovitch, Marie Yovanovitch uh, Obama's appointee to Ukraine, served under Trump until Trump fired her. Um, she testified that the reason they shut down this monitoring was because uh, they ran out of resources. It was a bureaucratic resource issue, she testified. Uh, well, these documents show it wasn't a resource issue. It was a legal issue, an issue of legality. So her testimony calls uh, is called into question. We're going to ask Devin Nunez after the break about that and whether uh, he feels like the Congress, the impeachment proceedings were misled in some way. Um, I asked, I called uh, our good friend who's been on the show many times, Tom Fitton, the Judicial Watch president. He got the original documents. All this good stuff was edited out. I said, hey, what do you think was going on? And yes, he used the C word. He used the cover-up word. He said... It looks like this material was blacked out, not for any uh, legal reason under FOIA, but rather for political reasons to help Joe Biden. Uh, he, and he went on to say, um, it looks like this was a cover-up by the State Department, why these documents were uh, excised, redacted, hidden. The good stuff was hidden in them. Um, again, Just the News obtained the unredacted versions of these documents last night. And our stories on justinnews.com Go check it out. Important story. We think it has an important implication for uh, what went on in impeachment, the Ukraine scandal. Now, one other item I want to point out. We, we now know why the monitoring was uh, shut down. And one, one would ask, well, why did they start it in the first place? Why would the State Department want to monitor 13 Americans? And so we now know from an email that George Kent, the guy with the bow tie who testified in the impeachment proceedings, why he started, uh, why he and the embassy, and Ambassador Yovanovitch, started this monitoring, and the answer is they wanted to get ahead of stories I was writing about. And he specifically says there were two of them uh, of the four that they were most concerned about. One was about liberal megadonor George Soros' relationship with with Ukraine embassy. Didn't want that to become a storyline. So they were monitoring what I was reporting and what the Fox News personalities and the president's son and the president's lawyer were saying so they could get ahead of it and squash the story. The second one is a little more jaw-dropping, uh, because in his own words, as he's talking about the monitoring and getting ahead of these stories, he talks about the idea that they were concerned that the story about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, the conflict of interest, Burisma in Ukraine would become a big story. He called it, George Kent wrote, the motherlode, and the main thread to play out possibly through November 2020, meaning the this coming election. So one has to ask yourself, not only was it inappropriate for them to monitor what we were doing on social media and try to counter these stories, but what is the reason why a State Department official who's supposed to be career and apolitical in Ukraine is worried about stopping the Biden-Burisma story? Why is he talking about it playing out to November 2020? What is What job justification, policy justification does he have in trying to thwart an honest story about Biden-Burisma. What's most interesting about George Kent is of all the people who testified during impeachment, of all the people that worked in the Ukraine embassy, he, George Kent, more than any other, was concerned that Joe Biden had created the perception, the appearance, of a conflict of interest by continuing to oversee anti-corruption policy in Ukraine while his son's company, Breesma was under corruption investigation under that same policy. Um, so the man who was most worried about it also seemed to try to suggest that they needed to get ahead of it and block it, stop it, counter it, a pretty extraordinary revelation. When people say bureaucrats in the state department don't have a political agenda, remember this quote. I'm going to read it to you because it basically says it all. Uh, and it says about as succinctly as it could be. Um, let me read you that quote cause it's right here. I'm just scrolling down to find that document. The story is being set up as both snowball and slow burn with now four separate storylines having been put into play in the past week. That's what Kent wrote as they were setting up this um, illegal monitoring of Americans, including my social media account. Biden and Brisma was one of the four. It was the name of it. Biden and Brisma, looking ahead to 2020, note to my mind the mother load and main thread to play out possibly through November twenty. So of the four storylines that the State Department in Ukraine wanted to stop, He called this one the motherlode, the Biden-Burisma conflict story. And he's talking about it, stopping it in the context of the November 2020 election. Just ponder that for a minute. Pretty important uh, revelation. Maybe, in fact, our State Department officials sometimes are political. Maybe they do pick winners and losers. Maybe they were more favorable to Joe Biden than uh, President Trump. Food for thought. Whatever the case is, it's now irrefutable that the State Department illegally monitored 13 americans myself among them uh, monitoring our social media accounts with an intelligence tool a data mining tool that they were not allowed to use to target americans that is now fact it's up it's a confirmed it is official now uh we're going to get to devin nunez in a second such an important interview he's going to be talking about what we just put up on just the news a few minutes ago and that is there's going to be another round of declassified documents in russia These are going to be big, surprising ones. Why are they surprising? Well, Devin Nunes, I'm certain, will tell us, based on my reporting, that he never got these documents when he ran the Russia probe for the House Intelligence Committee in 2018. In other words, they were kept from him. That should raise some concerns right away, right? Doesn't it? All right, so what are these documents? What we can tell right now is that some of the documents are CIA documents that show why the CIA was concerned in the summer of 2016, and why the CIA alerted the FBI in September 2016 that they feared Hillary Clinton and her campaign had concocted a false story uh, of Russia collusion between Trump and Moscow, Trump and Vladimir Putin, a false narrative to try to harm the president and take the attention off of Hillary Clinton scandals, which included her own Russia cash-in scandal, Bill Clinton, remember the $500,000 and all the other things we've talked about, as well as her email scandal. Uh, so we're going to find out why the CIA had that fear and why they sent an investigative referral to the FBI. This is going to be big stuff. Now, the second thing that could come up is what specifically the FBI learned about the subsource who gave the majority or the most important stuff to Christopher Steele for his anti-Trump dossier, the one that's now been discredited, disproven, Russian disinformation contained in it, What did that primary subsource tell uh, the FBI in his three interviews? What did the FBI know about it and should have what that man told about and what his history inside the U.S. intelligence community, what it showed, should it have said that we should have shut this thing down long before the FBI did? Those are the two documents that are going to be declassified. Some may come out as early as today or tomorrow, I'm being told. But what does it mean? It means that the FBI knew from the get-go that there was a political dirty trick being played by Hillary Clinton to make up these Russia collusion investigations. They knew that Christopher Steele was hired by Hillary Clinton. They knew that Steele's uh, intelligence source, subsource, was tied to Russia, suspected ties to Russia. And when he was interviewed, he told them, I didn't say that stuff. I made some of that stuff up. It was a joke. It isn't real. It wasn't meant to be intelligence. And despite all of that information all of which was gathered by January 17, the very beginning of this probe. The FBI allowed this to go on for two and a half more years. That is a travesty. That's why we're gonna have Devin Nunez on the show in just a few seconds after this commercial break. And the question we have to ask is, Congressman Nunez, when you were the chairman, did they provide this information to you? Did you know about the FBI referral from the CIA? Did you know about the CIA's concerns about hillary clinton playing a dirty trick and using the fbi we're going to get that answer right after these commercial messages hey folks if you're a homeowner and you're like me you want to protect your home right but when's the last time you checked on the title to your home if you never have listen to this a new report on homeowners shows we all now have 16 trillion dollars in equity that's an all-time high in america That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JustNews. The Congressman Devin Nunez, Ranking Member, former Chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, is joining us today.
1: Congressman Nunez, thank you for being here. Well, John, it's an honor to be with you, and uh, great to be on your podcast. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, we've heard a lot in the last uh, week about this week maybe being one of the most important in the unraveling of the the Russia collusion narrative, which you played such a big, important role on. You were, if we go back to 2018. It is clear now that the report you wrote uh, at that, that time had had it just right, and the Democrats' attacks on it were unwarranted. But yeah. this week, I think we take it even beyond where you were with the body of evidence you had in 2018. Tell me what you're hearing about the declassification uh, that might be coming down from DNI John Ratcliffe.
1: Well, let me. T- it's probably best if I take uh, your audience back to uh, the original Ratcliffe letter that came out. That was. New information for us. It wasn't. It wasn't that it was new information in terms of some, you know, a concept that we weren't aware of. And it was. It was a basically our working theory that the Clinton campaign had devised these sick fantasies to cover up for her thirty-three thousand emails that she deleted, and she probably thought that the Russians or some nefarious actor had those and could dump them. And most likely, there was probably a lot of damaging information uh, in those emails uh, to, to take people back. And if you remember. Jason Chaffetz, who at the time was the chairman of our oversight right. committee. I mean, he was he had a whole team of investigators trying to find those those emails. So 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 we've had all you know the entire time when you go back and look at the body of evidence. And when I say body of evidence that what we had, it was all circumstantial evidence. But it was where the Clinton campaign would clearly be communicating with the mainstream media throughout 2016. And they continued to have these stories about Trump and Russia, Trump and Russia, Trump and Russia, Trump and Russia. Then fast forward to the fall of 16 and serious criminal leaks leak out about how the FBI had opened an investigation uh, into Trump and the famous October 31st, that's the, I call it the Halloween story, (laughs) uh, comes out. Um, clearly that was a massive leaks of classified information. And I think what it was is I think there was, there were dirty cops at the FBI and DOJ who were trying to run as far away as they could from the FISA warrant that they got on Carter Page. So this has been our working theory for a long time because of the circumstantial evidence that we had, you know, just built up. And I have to give credit to you, John, and a lot of the end reporters, but especially, uh, Lee Smith, uh, who located the, the, what were called the proto dossiers. The proto-dossiers are key because everyone knows about the Steele dossiers because those are the ones that Comey briefed the Congress on. It leaked to BuzzFeed. But nobody had ever seen the proto-dossiers. And clearly with the proto-dossiers, they were being spread by Fusion GPS. They essentially mirrored what the Steele dossiers were. So it becomes clear that Steele's not the author of these dossiers. They were trying to tie Trump uh, to these nefarious Russian figures with these proto-dossiers. So we knew that that was the case. We knew this is what the, the, the Clinton campaign was playing an October surprise, dirty trick, um, tie Trump, whatever we're doing, which is you know playing games with Russians like what Hunter Biden was doing, getting three and a right. half million dollars from a Russian oligarch uh, in Moscow. So accused Trump of doing the same thing. That's that's what they did. It's it's the old uh, left wing uh, playbook. So now what we so when Ratcliffe put that uh, information out. At first, it was dismissed by the mainstream media as being, oh, this is uh, old news. Uh, the Senate looked right. into it and it's uh, possible Russian disinformation. Well, first of all, we know because we had a whole investigative team going through that intelligence community assessment uh, for nearly two years. So, you know, we really, and in our report, we, we assessed that there were definitely tradecraft problems. So, this is the right. intelligence community assessment. It was done right after the election where the, they decided to blame the Trump campaign. Uh, the Russians were actually trying to help the Trump campaign. That's essentially right. what they did. Then they did a whole assessment, which I call Obama's dossier, kind of nicknamed after the Steele dossier, <laughs> uh, where they could use intelligence to bolster uh, their political narrative. Right. Well, <clears throat> we essentially said wait, you know, the tradecraft is wrong here. There was clear evidence of that. Well, now what we know is there was actually underlying documents, a bunch of them uh, that we clearly should have should have seen because you after you see these documents, you sit there and go, how on earth did the FBI have an investigation going into Trump knowing all this information? If anything, they should have been investigating Clinton campaign and the Democrats. And it's, it's just that simple. Um, there's there's so many documents, there's so much information that's out there. Uh, the American people deserve to know about it, and it, it infuriates me that it's taken this long to find what truly are the smoking guns. It, it's now impossible, and that's why you saw Comey uh, last week with the Senate Judiciary Committee, yeah. where he has, you know, massive amnesia. I mean, I think the guy, I mean, the guy <laughs> doesn't remember anything about right. all of this uh, that happened, and and clearly he would have known. Uh, Peter Strzok would have known. All these guys knew. All these guys were involved in this campaign. So it clearly shows that there was a I've always said, John, and I'll just I'll I'll finish up and pass it back to you on this. I've always said the only unanswered question that we really have uh, through all of this is at what point did the dirty cops at the DOJ and FBI? No. Begin to work directly with. The democratic national committee and the clinton campaign that's truly the only thing that we don't know they were on parallel tracks was it a nod and a wink or was there a deep throat that was passing information back and forth or were they truly just totally aligned because i think that's what it really was they were totally aligned you had the cambridge club in in the uk clearly they're tied to steel they're tied to downer they're tied to all of these cat these cats um, at the defense department and the state department and everywhere else but that's truly the only remaining question for Durham to get to the bottom of. When did these guys start working together? Because clearly they were working together, and I expect Durham and these other u s. attorneys to prosecute these dirty bastards. Plain and simple. Yeah, we, we this
0: is no doubt that this was a political dirty trick carried out under the color of law, and it's extraordinary that it's taken this long to unravel. Now I want to make sure I understood something. when you you recently saw this underlying evidence, uh, that supports what John Radcliffe disclosed last week the bombshell last week are you I want to make sure I understand you did not see this evidence in 2018 you didn't have the benefit of seeing this evidence
1: in 2018 did I understand you correctly on that, that that's correct and 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 you know you, look all you have to do is you know you know when the mainstream media writes a story mm. it's pretty easy you just have to take the opposite so what did they right. say they said oh uh, the Senate the gold you know the great Senate guys bipartisan you know they really, they really looked at this. No, they they didn't look at this. Uh, right. This is a joke. They were hardly there. We know because you know we were there. Our team was there the whole time. They hardly right. saw these Senate cats. Okay, so the Senate, the Senate committee. I mean, that's an embarrassment. I mean, it should go down in history as you know one of the most embarrassing Senate investigations uh, of all time. Uh, and you know now I'm not saying that about Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson and the work that they've done because clearly. Right. Uh, they did tremendous work. They were actually onto this and they didn't have, remember, they had the the problem. Chuck Grassley as chairman of judiciary last Congress, he didn't have all this underlying information. So his guys did a great job and I and I give them credit, but but clearly the Senate Intelligence
0: Committee is what you're concerned about, right?
1: Yeah. Clearly the, the, the Senate Intelligence Committee, they they weren't doing anything. So when so when the press comes out and says, Oh, the bipartisan Senate committee, well, bipartisan means partisan left-wing cover-up is what that means and so you know right away and then they said russian disinformation well immediately john ratcliffe came out and said this is definitely not russian disinformation so the fact that they would be covering it shows you just how damaging this is like i said it's just it's the they're they're the smoking guns uh they're the smoking guns our intelligence community clearly knew clearly knew uh, what the Clinton campaign was was up to, uh, and they should have done something about it, and they and they did they did nothing, uh, and they it's, kept this investigation into into Trump and the Republicans ongoing. And I didn't see this information until until last week. It's something like I said, we knew, I mean it's no surprise, but we didn't have the smoking gun. That's how that's how I can describe it.
0: Does that concern you that the CIA felt strong enough in the summer and fall of 2016? to make a referral to the FBI that, hey, there's something going on here, the Clinton campaign might be concocting a a Russia collusion story to take care of some of Hillary Clinton's liabilities or hide them or disguise them. Uh, You get to 2018, Gina Haspel is the CIA director and something this important, a referral to the FBI, a Russian intercept that suggests that something untoward was going on in the Clinton campaign, it never gets to the preeminent House Intelligence Committee. You feel like it was part of a cover-up? Why, why do you think you
1: didn't get it? Well, I'm not going to, you know, until this information's out, John, it's hard for me to, to um, you know, confirm anything that you, I'm not going to confirm right. anything that you just said there because until Director Ratcliffe speaks and does a declassification, uh, right. but I can just say you broadly, um, the information that was in the, that the intelligence community had clearly, clearly was information that we should have had and because we didn't have it, it's clear that there was a deliberate cover-up. Uh, there's been a cover-up of our intelligence. You know, we did an assessment, that's been covered up. We did an investigative right. referral back to the CIA uh, and the DNI, IG, uh, back when I was chairman. It looks like that got swept under the rug, and now we know why. We know why because you know, we brought up what we had evidence of was a tradecraft problem. We said Clearly, this is a tradecraft problem, a massive tradecraft problem. Little did we know that they were right below where we were. There were probably what I'm guessing dozens and dozens of intelligence uh, products uh, that would be completely blow up this entire narrative. And had we received all this, you know, this should have been under our original subpoena. Absolutely. Back in, in February, March of 2017. All these documents should have been immediately turned over, immediately turned over. And I'm I'm a little bit disappointed, you know, and I don't know, maybe they kept it so close held that there was nobody. I'm a little bit disappointed that we didn't receive any whistleblowers that would have come in and said, wait, wait a second, because the amount of evidence is overwhelming, John. That's the problem with this. It's just so overwhelming. What's in what's in D.N.I. Ratcliffe's letter uh, is just a a quick synopsis, an assessment of what happened. So yeah. everything underneath that was clearly there was a there was a mountain of evidence that the intelligence community knew about, and you know they're supposed to be speak truth to power. Uh, what it appears like is is that the Democratic National Committee, uh, and the Clintons and Obamas, they clearly own the IC agencies in this country, and that's what happens when a country falls apart. I mean that's mm-hmm. how third, that's what happens in third world countries, and I don't say that lightly. But I mean, there has to be an absolute cleanup of these intelligence agencies. I mean, there, there, it's it's got to be. I mean, DC's got to be cleaned out. All these senior officials have to be uh, to to be let uh, let go. Um, it's it's really really bad that this would stay hidden for so long, and they knew about it, and then they continue to try to hide this. Right. And it's it's and like I said, this is overwhelming evidence, and I don't know. And I don't say this because you know look I'm all I've been you know one of the you know I've been a hawk on Russia on China yeah. for so long and I understand the importance of having a, a, a robust intelligence uh, capability but not if that intelligence capability is going to be used uh, by one political party over the other and that's the problem here is that the DC apparatus has become uh, you know totally partisan I mean they're all they're all in on it um, you only have to look as far as, you know, the, even the fake whistleblowers that continue to come up. All this crap has got to end. I mean, we, go, we jump from, you know, whistleblower to whistleblower. You know, it's Ukraine. Then it's, you know, now it's Homeland Security. Uh, right. Before that, it's Trump-Russia. When the reality is, is the only people that were colluding with Russia and Ukraine and China were the Bidens, you know, which you, you did. We know that the State Department, the story you broke today, you know, they were clearly knee-deep in Burisma. And all of these issues that, um, that 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 we we knew circumstantially, but now, like you broke today, there's new documents coming out, new emails. That don't you think we should have had those emails? And here I'm I'm so asking you the question. Right? Don't right. you think we should have had the the emails that you broke today when they were impeaching the president of the United States of America?
0: Yeah, it's it's extraordinary. There's one line in those documents that really jump out at me, Congressman. I just wanted to ask you about it. So George Kent writes uh, why they're monitoring 13 Americans. I'm among them, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingraham, Lou Dobbs, and Fox News. They're among the people. They're monitoring their social media. They're le- eventually told that that monitoring is illegal. You can't do it. It violates federal law. You can't target Americans at the right. State Department. Um, and, but before they, they're told it's illegal, George Kent writes one of the reasons why they want to monitor these social media accounts. And he says because the story about Joe Biden and Breesman and his son might be the, quote, mother load that would affect the November 2020 election. When you hear a State Department official who's supposed to be a career person, an apolitical person, yeah. worrying that they need to, in some way, stop a story about Joe Biden because it could hurt his November 2020 chances, what does that say to you about this State Department, CIA, FBI infrastructure uh, that, that's been involved in all these scandals?
1: It, well, look, I think it, it's, it's the icing on the cake of what I just, that the, the riff right. I just went on there for three or four minutes about the challenges that we have moving forward from this, no matter who becomes president, uh, we have a big challenge ahead of us because this is something that re, you know, Republicans are no longer gonna be able to trust any of these agencies because yeah. they've been used to spy on reporters, they've been used to, you know, and conservative reporters, Uh, They've been used to corrupt the, uh, you know, the entire IC to where they would withhold all of this information that was clearly should have was was so important. You know, if they really believed in Crossfire Hurricane, which they didn't, they knew this was all a crock. This ended Crossfire Hurricane, all the information that we've seen. So so look, the the media is implicated in this. I mean, we are really on the verge of a Soviet style Chinese Communist Party apparatus in this country. Uh, like we've never been before, and I, I don't say that lightly. It, uh, it's it's really really serious. If you look at uh, you know uh, a senior career guy that was one of the impeachment, uh, one of the, one yeah, of their star right. witnesses in impeachment, wrote that. I mean, right. this guy needs to be prosecuted. I mean, all those guys need to be prosecuted that were involved in that. I mean, okay. at, at a minimum, I think they were lying to Congress. I mean, we, we're going to have to go back and revisit Jim Jordan. Uh, uh, which is our judiciary uh, Republican head. right? Um, we're gonna have to go back and revisit all this, look through the transcripts, because it looks to me like all of the Democratic star witnesses on impeachment in Ukraine, uh, they've got a lot of credibility problems here, uh, just looking at these these emails.
0: Yeah, I know it really jumps out at you. Last question, because I know you got to go. Uh, are you, do you have a high a degree of confidence or what degree of confidence do you have that the tradecraft report, the referral that you made to the CIA, back in 2018 raising concerns about the intelligence community assessment, Russia's intentions. Do you think that will see the light of day before
1: we get to election day 2020? Well, look, I mean, this should have been out. First of all, there should have been an immediate investigation at the end of 2018. As soon as we sent that over, there was so much evidence there. But, But when you really look at what happened there, that was also obstruction. So everybody that was involved in ensuring that the CIA IG, the DNI IG, didn't get their hands on the underlying information and then all the process we had to go through uh, To get that information out to brief the appropriate people after they had covered it up for what is now nearly over a year and a half right. um, It's a massive cover-up uh, It's a, it's obstruction of, of our ongoing investigation that we started in 2018 You know when we send a referral over there that says there's serious tradecraft problems that We expect that flag. to be investigated And furthermore, they wouldn't have had to investigate very long to say, boom, wow, there's a whole bunch of other information here. And they should have immediately that the proper response should have been, you know, thank you, uh, Chairman Nunes. Uh, Wow, this is really incredible. We need to come in and brief you on this immediately, because it looks like there's a lot of underlying information that you and your committee members didn't see. And we want to be above board. We don't want to be a third world country. We want to have real intelligence agencies in this country that aren't political. We need to come clean. We don't need to be we need to be part of the cleanup crew, not the cover up crew. And everybody involved at all of these agencies uh, for the last four years have been covering up at the highest levels. And it's really disappointing. And at the same time, it's really, really scary. Well, that's what
0: makes the Durham investigation so important because it's the ultimate deterrent from this behavior occurring. Again, if no one gets punished, they walk away. If people get punished, there'll be a second thought to pull off if someone wants to pull these stunts in the future. Congressman, we can't thank you enough for the time you've given us here today and for all the insights and for all the great work you've done. Uh, I think it's pretty fair to say that the r- record of evidence is that without your work without your committee's work in 1718 we would have never ever broken through the ice and got to the bottom of this well, so thank you on behalf of the american people for what you did there
1: well well thank you john i appreciate it thank you
0: all right sir we'll talk to you soon all right folks we're going to go to commercial break when we come back we'll wrap things up for the day and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, amac.us slash News. That's amac.us forward slash justnews. All right, folks, that wraps up another show. Another John Solomon reports. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Big interview with Devin Nunez. Some big breaking news. We're going to stay on top of this at Just the News because these new declassified documents are coming out. We're going to get your first word of what's in them and why they're important to the, the finality, the accountability phase of the Russia collusion investigation, holding those accountable who carried out a false, flawed, inaccurate Russia collusion investigation and what it might mean for the election. That's all going to come up in tomorrow's podcast at John Solomon Reports. Until then, be safe, enjoy your families, be healthy, stay healthy. And for when you get that chance, check out justthenews.com. We've got breaking news 24-7. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, have a good night. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia Collusion. Hunter Biden